Hey, it's Doug and Mike. We vomit rainbows. Episode number ocho. Ocho. P-P-A-P. So, on this episode, we talk about furries. We talk about boating trips. We talk about Mike's experiences in Arkansas. Right, and junkyard etiquette. Junkyard etiquette uh, and what not to take. So, listen and enjoy. Pin pineapple, pineapple, pin. P-P-A-P, man. It's yeah. in the nation. Well, it's actually pin, pineapple, apple, pin. It doesn't matter. It's, it's P-P-A-P, dude. Dude, so, yeah. it's, I, I feel like that's the direction of all society moving forward. Well, it's amazing. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, just Google P-P-A-P, uh, the pineapple, pen, pen, apple song, whatever it is. I feel like you have to say it like P-P-A-P. And uh, it's it's amazing. It's, it's, it's a viral video. It got, uh, I don't know, like, what, like 5 billion views in like yeah. two minutes. And, and then and there's some genius about it. The guy uses three words, pineapple, pen, and apple. Yes. And uh, well, there you go. And then the amazing gesture of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put your hands together and make that, that happen. Yeah. But yeah. Um, what, what, what are your thoughts on that, Doug? I, you know, at first I was so, I was entranced by it. Yeah. But then I saw uh, Vital or whatever, the Russian guy. Yeah. And now, uh, like, I'm literally speechless. Like, it, yeah, it's it's kind of uh, there's just different scenes, man. You know what I mean? I, I think the thing that that's tough though about when things come on the internet, like viral musical videos like this that are kind of goofy, it's like uh, you just become such a cynic because you're. It's like you, you expect one of these every like six months. You know what I mean? Something's kind of wacky. Something's kind of goofy. But I feel like this is the one that's come out like. There was Gangnam Style. Yeah. And then there was, um, shoot. But Gangnam Style is like a, a full song. Like, this is more like, right. a, I mean, it's a minute long. Was and it, then the it, Russian one is even weirder. But clearly it's a scene. I mean, there's a dance club. There's a guy with a neck brace on. There's, there's like a whole thing going on. Yeah, well, I, of course, went a lot deeper into that and found out more about this guy. Um, and he... Uh, he had like the Carnegie Hall of Russia. Yeah, he had it completely full of people, and people were so far back they were just trying to hold up binoculars to see him. Crazy. Now, yeah. now is it is it like a whole show or is it just the music? Oh yeah, or? no, no, it's a whole. So he's like a comedian, kind of, right? Is it comedic or is he serious? I mean, or is it a little bit of everything? I think he's more serious. The uh, PPAP is. Is a comedian. Yeah. He just says nonsense in Japanese, and this is the first time he's done one That's in broken English. through. That's broken through, right? No, but it, he did it in English, so okay. it now translated all over the world because everyone's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Are those the only three words he knows? That'd be amazing, uh, uh, right? <laughs> yeah, but that, I think that's all he does is he just does, like, utter nonsense stuff. Yeah. Well, and even in Japanese. I mean, entertainment is different in, in different countries. I mean, they, they find things, you know, they have a different sense of humor. There's different subtleties and stuff. Um, you know, I, I, I went to, I had a chance to go to Japan for a while. And uh, it's. Well, can we go back? Yeah. Things are different in other countries. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, man. <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, you know, I basically, uh, my <laughs> profound thoughts are the, the very obvious. This, this is, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to get master of the, well, except yeah. for, except for your, uh, your detective skills, like it's true. I'm, I'm always surprised that when I start telling you a story and it starts to go down a slope. I, well, I think you, 
you know where my stories are going to go. That's true. By now I do. Yeah. For sure. It, to a dark place. But, but yeah, you know. But I, that's, it, that's one of the things about this podcast is so the whole premise is that I tell Mike stories and he has no idea what they are. That's right. And so I like to ga- gauge his reaction. But it's even more more amusing to me when you start to pick out exactly where it's going yeah and i usually just state the obvious that that's what i do right oh, man, like I, I have a i have a moment of clarity a real profound thought and i just say <laughs> something like things are different in other countries man dude they're totally <laughs> different but dude. it makes me think about uh our own entertainment and what we think is entertainment like the presidential debates you know like what's oh, funnier yeah. the ppap or, or or the presidential debates right well i mean last <laughs> night it was just I, I literally so i had to i had like a uh um friend's birthday party yeah and i i was trying to plan my night around the debates so i could see the debates and completely engulf them and then go to the party yeah and literally everyone the party started at like eight the debates ended at like 7 45 everybody got to this party like around 8 30 8 45 ish yeah because everybody was like just digesting digesting yeah. like immensely yeah it's, and it's, watching it's... rehashes and and it, i think even better about about the debates was when trump got off the stage and he like walks through that door you know yeah. he, he walked through the door and he was like it went you know it went really really well and then they pull him and they say you know you were talking about obama and the birther controversy and he still goes into it like yeah, he, he's yeah. still he, well, he has no filter, and he, and no. he doesn't have. Uh, you know, he, he he clearly likes to hear himself talk about things, uh, which, which I guess all politicians do. The, the, the thought, the one thought that I had when I was watching the debates, because whether you realize this or not, like Clinton and uh, Trump, like the, those families, like used to be very friendly, and they and they probably still are. Uh-huh. And part of me, like I was, I was just watching the whole thing unfold, and I'm like, is it possible that like Donald Trump is just like. Is this just all a setup? Like he's there, so she'll win, and then he'll like, like, I, it just, it, it's, it, it just makes no sense to me, Doug. Like yeah. I just don't understand. Like when I watch the debate, and I remember like watching debates and kind of like, oh, that guy's got a good point, and like, hey, that person's got a good point, and right. this is interesting, and I, I, I have to watch this so I can make a decision. When I watch the debates now, it's just, it, it just doesn't seem real to me. It doesn't seem like no, like, like there's nothing being really talked about. Uh, and, and it just, the only thing that dawned on me is like, well, maybe Donald Trump's really just running against her. So she'll win. And then like, she'll like hook him up with some business deal or something, or it just doesn't seem like he's very serious about it. Like he's just kind of, yeah, he's definitely, he's, I mean, he's serious about it, but it just doesn't seem, and who knows? I mean, like, I'm not a political, uh, science guy. Like I don't, I don't pay attention to a lot of politics, but just from, uh, you know, being in the entertainment industry and watching what I saw last night, it's, it's. It just didn't seem like a, a presidential debate. It just didn't seem like there was any substance on really anything that I, that I saw. And but that could also be a reflection of where we're at in a society, like like where we're going, right? Like people don't really – people are, aren't aware of what's really going on. People don't – they just want sound bites, right? Well, I, I love the, the – the nope. Nope. He would just and, – yeah. and then and the weird sniffing thing. Yeah, I did like how he kept interrupting her and stuff. Yeah. Like I thought that was so. Like it's just I, you just don't do that. But he just doesn't care. You know? No, I, great. yeah. I, I uh, so there are all these rumors, but most of the rumors are all around him using the presidential platform, sure, to garner a better deal. Originally, I think it was to garner a better deal on The Apprentice, but then when he scuttled that platform, yeah. then 
they're offering him more shows and potentially his own network. So now he's taking it to another level. Well, I mean, this is the thing. Even in the debate, he was talking about some business that he's opening up on Pennsylvania Avenue. And yeah. he, he said, he's like, if I don't get there one way, I'll get there another. So, I mean, even at, at a presidential debate, he's like promoting his businesses. I mean, yeah. and, you know, part of his whole, I mean, I mean, from what I gathered and what I heard yesterday, I didn't watch the whole thing, was that basically his whole platform was like, listen, we need a businessman to run the country. Right. And even, even if it's a failed business. Man. Sure. Well, I, well, you know, I mean, they, I, I want to say he's a failed businessman. No, I mean, he's not. He's not know. failed, but he is. Uh, his success is like it, it's it seems so skeevy. Like it just everything about like, you know, this is a guy who had Trump stakes and then tried to prove that they were like the best stakes in the world. Yeah. Even though they haven't gone anywhere or like. Trump University, you know, here's a, a university that has like so many lawsuits against it right sure. now. It's insane. And he's like, I never settle. And then they like show he's like settled tons of felonious, like, yeah. Deals. I mean, and that's the thing. Is I think, I think, I think if, if everyone was under the scrutiny that he's under as far as business guys, I think every, any super successful rich business guy right. has like a thousand things like that in their sure, closet, of you course. know? And but the thing is, like that's his whole platform. That's kind of it. And like I don't necessarily disagree. Like it would be great to have someone more business minded, maybe running our economy. So maybe he should like, or someone like him, like some super business guy, should be like in charge of some business things, right? But so, it's just. So are you saying you're you're like leaning towards Trump? No, I'm just. No, I'm trying. <laughs> are you to, trying? Are you trying to tell all of all of us that we should start looking at Trump as the serious candidate? I'm talking about business, man. <laughs> like we need a professor of business. I'm not saying we need president business. I'm saying that. I wouldn't mind having maybe some more uh, people that have spent time in in the actual business world as far as uh, as opposed to their entire political career in politics, you know, running some business stuff for the country. But I don't think you you can run a country kind of on a one dimensional platform like, hey, I'm a business guy. Right. So I'm going to run the country like a business. Like, I just don't think that's very realistic. I think think you need to be more of a dynamic person than that. Um, But at the same time, like I just. Watching the whole thing, like it just seems like it's not really happening. Like Dude, it, it I, just like how is it? It's it, it, it's almost like something out of a, a comedy movie. Uh, I, I just had a hard time believing that our country's come to this. I mean, I really do. I I could have just seen at one point, like it just felt like he could have stepped off to the side of the stage and gone, "Pin pineapple apple." Pin. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and just like started dancing like yeah. off to the side. I mean, it was entertaining. There's a lot of there's there's some funny stuff in there, but when you really think like one of these people are going to be running our country like it, I, it just it's a little scary man i mean we definitely live in weird weird times and uh and it kind of makes sense that uh ppap uh maybe that's yeah. what we need you know what i mean we maybe just, we, maybe he could run <laughs> whatever his name is i know man he got five million people to click on his video come yeah. on he could be it, it could be good but i yeah i don't know i i felt like it was it was entertaining to see the debates it was terrifying that that could be our leader yeah and, and i I do feel like Hillary tends to understand the world better. Well, she better. Yeah. She's, you know, this, this is what she's done, right? right? I mean, that's the thing. Like, I was actually surprised. I was surprised she didn't do a better job, to be honest with you. Considering thought, all of her experience and, and I, I, I just, uh, I thought, I, I just thought she'd be a little more polished. I mean, I, not that she was bad. Not that she, like, you know, I think dropped the ball or anything. It probably be, had to do more with, like, you know, uh, Trump interrupting her and everything. <laughs> I, I think she I, – I thought she held her own really yeah. well. Uh, I don't think – But she, she should have demolished him, right? I mean – She should have, but 
I mean, getting him just to come. To, remember, he was kind of like, I'm not going to do the debates. Yeah. Like, it's on a football night, so it has to be on a Monday. And, like, yeah, all the, yeah, yeah. I got to watch my game, and I'm not going to, like, you know. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I got time to talk to you, lady. Exactly. got to watch Monday Night Football. And so, he, <laughs> he, like, had all this stuff. So, I think she was just happy that he, that he showed up. Showed up. Yeah. And I think she's looking forward to the next debate, but she he didn't want to give her too much too soon i guess this i i feel like her strategy was i'm just gonna let this guy talk yeah he's gonna destroy himself and 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 that's fine that's one strategy i guess she can have but i would rather her be a little bit more uh just kind of like more spirit you know what i mean like more taking the ball just running with it and then just kind of letting him just stand there right you know what i I think she was again when you're in a debate situation where uh, you have crazy town over here, and you're used yeah. to working with like diplomats. Yeah, and you're just—I'm. I think she handled crazy town well. Yeah, because I just, it was crazy to see crazy town. It's like this is real. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm trying to think. Like, I, I remember Donald Trump. I think like, I, I think he used to. I, the first time I ever heard of Donald Trump, I think he used to put on the Tyson fights back in the day. Yeah, with like Don King, and I remember like you know, he was like a you know like kind of like a. You know, like an entrepreneur, yeah. capitalist guy, you know, like this way back in like 89, 90s. Yeah, but didn't he work with like Vince McMahon as well, like the WWF? I, I mean, he had his own, uh, I remember on The Apprentice, you know, I never liked him on that, but you know, whatever. Anyway, debates. Debates. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there you go. Do you want to talk about maybe a, a little fishing trip? What you got going on, Doug? You, you like to fish. I do like to fish. I love fishing. Um, How big is this boat? Is this, this is like a... So it's a thirty-one foot boat. Okay, is I mean, that is that? It's not massive, but it's you know it's 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 a that's a legit fishing boat. It's not a canoe, right? It's not a speedboat. That's something you can take out in the ocean. Yeah, it's it's sorry, it's a thirty-two foot aluminum boat, uh, and this guy and his mom in Rhode Island were headed out for like off the coast of like Montauk, and they were headed out for fishing trip yeah um my uncle uh and my aunt they raised their whole family on a 50-foot sailboat really yeah and they all were like doctors and went to harvard and like super like, all homeschooled grew up on a boat where uh east coast like out of baltimore really yeah it had to be a cold ass boat then. yeah 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 and they would um but they would charter it and so so they basically would oh. sail around the world and take people around the world and that's and, you know, and homeschool their kids, and the kids all worked on the boat, but like from birth. Wow. Yeah. Like not that's like, like yeah. That's the family business. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of cool though. Yeah. Anyway. And they were all well adjusted. Yeah, like super, all super smart, all super successful. Like they're doctors and stuff. I mean, like it's 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 crazy. They're kind of weird because they can't relate to things. A lot of things that like you, when you talk about like growing up and stuff, they're right. like, oh well, well, we we lived on a, a ship. We never, we never got to ride bikes. Yeah, exactly. They never <laughs> rode bikes. They never were on a swing. They never, all, you know, all of our, stuff. all of our pets jumped overboard. Exactly. <laughs> we had a pet whale. We had a pet whale. We had dolphins. But just so you know the size, so fifty foot, you right. know, versus thirty-one. Okay, so um, it seems like that would be tight. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Um, so this guy uh, Nathan Carmen uh, and his mom went out to sea fishing trip. They had it planned. Um, he had been working on his boat a little bit before. Um, they went out to this one area that is extremely deep water. Um, his, he said that he heard some knocking in the engine room mm. and that the boat started taking on water. He went to go get his, um, like, the emergency equipment. 
Yeah. Uh, and then jumped overboard uh, and started yelling for his mom to come join him. And whoa, whoa, whoa. So, so he had like an inflatable raft or something? Or I guess so, jumped? yeah. Yeah. So he he gathered like food and the raft. Okay. And then got aboard the raft and couldn't find his mom. But I saw a picture of this boat. It doesn't look like there's like a shit ton of room mm. on it or like a lot of place for someone to just to hide. Yeah, to to disappear. Yeah. And even if it is going down fast, I don't know. Was I, it like stormy weather or anything or no? No, it was a more of a mount, like a malfunction on mm. the boat. And the other reason his mom refused to go out past this one island mm. um, because she didn't like to be in the really rough seas. Mm-hmm. So they were shift, uh, fishing at this one place called the Canyons. Uh, that's called Canyon Island. Um, and uh, so he was out about 100 nautical miles off of, of Rhode Island um, and then on their boat called the Chicken Pox. Nice. Nice name. Uh, and uh, he uh, was was out there for for eight days. Oh missing. my god! Uh, and a freighter passed him and picked him up. He they said he was in very good condition. Hmm. So, you know, if you're on the water for eight days, yeah, that's intense. But he said they said he was in really good shape. Yeah, that yeah. just seems. Now wait a second. Now, now when the, when when the initial ship sank, did he do like a distress signal and stuff? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no record of it. So this is just this is all according to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the other thing too is um, he. Uh, I got to get my paper out, Doug. Yeah. And start doing my my uh, mission for it. Something's going on here. Right. So, so Linda's his mom. Um, Linda. What's this guy's name? Uh, his name is Nathan. Linda and Nathan. Okay. So um, I, I take it what we're thinking is that. For some reason, Nathan offed his mom, Linda, claiming that he was out on sea, for, you know, out there for eight days. But for all we know, he could have sunk the boat and her body, whatever, the well, day before his, he was he was rescued. His his mom uh, was the uh, is an heiress of uh, twenty one million dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very well off family. Um, and yeah. Question, Doug. This is the deal about about rich people. Uh-huh. Um it, like if if your mom has twenty one million bucks or and is already pretty wealthy, mm-hmm. like is it really necessary to kill her to get that money quicker? I mean, isn't she going to kind of hook you up with like a, a, a you know unlimited tennis at the club and like yeah, I mean, a, a sports car? Like you, you know what I'm talking about? Isn't she going to kind of like she's your mom? I, I yeah, and also um, she felt very um, she she took a lot of care of him because he has uh like Asperger's like yeah. a form of autism. Uh-huh. Um so he is has you know definitely kind of special needs. Special needs. Yeah. Um he's high functioning. So he definitely well, he, could, he could well maybe not sail a boat cuz it's sunk but right. whatever like he's he's good enough to go fishing. And stuff. Right. Well and obviously they had a boat so they they're used to being at sea. Yeah. But uh yeah so um she was the heiress to this fortune, hmm. um, and um, her father, or his grandfather, um, was he was unfortunately the last person to see his grandfather alive. What? <laughs> yep. So he had dinner with his grandfather, who bequeathed all this money to his mom. Yeah. 
Um, and he was the last one. This is before he went on the boat, like right no, after? No, this was in years uh, ago? three years ago. Oh, man. But um, he was the uh, primary suspect in the disappearance or, or the murder of his grandfather. So his grandfather was shot. Oh, my God. Uh, shot three times, two, two times in the head and like once in the, in the chest. Uh, and then, so the grandpa left the money to his mom. Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah, man. So this isn't looking good. This isn't looking good for old Nathan. No. Um, it's looking suspect. It's looking suspect. Uh, the he, he was on the boat on the way back. They are, uh, the um, police swarmed his house. His dad was in California mm-hmm. and flying back. Um, they swarmed his house looking for what they said was, evidence of repair records for the boat as yeah. well as wow you just went way down. yeah 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 i like that you just you, all i all i saw so right mike mike sits directly across from me and we have two monitors and um he just sunk below the, the monitor yeah. so i could just see his eyes and he was like yeah 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 man yeah. get into the story <laughs> i'm getting into the story so the police, gonna... police raid the kid's house looking uh-huh. for repairs for the boat yep they find and, anything but then they were also looking for uh, proof of the fishing, exp- like the plans for the fishing trip, where they yeah. were going, uh, potential uh, longitude, like, latitude. Yeah, did like, they buy bait? Right, yeah. things, things of that nature. This makes me think of, uh, you ever see that TV show Dexter? Yeah. Where you used to go out fishing oh, and yeah. dump the bodies. What was it? Uh, the the Spice of Life or something, something was the like name that, of yeah. Slice of Life. Slice of Life, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's just so, you'd never, you never want to go Anywhere with Dexter on his boat. No. It's no, not going to end up good for not. you. Uh, but, yeah, so that's kind of – I kind of felt like same thing in this scenario because it did seem like she – they went out and – I mean, what are the chances of, like, like your grandfather being murdered and then your mom, like, disappearing? On the, I mean, it's a tragic life, right? I mean – Very tragic. Very tragic. Um, you know? Yeah. And I, and I know tragedy hits people. I mean, maybe someone listening to this podcast has lost – you know, multiple family members in horrific situations. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but but were you the last person to see each person before they disappeared? Yeah, kind of, and did they have maybe a couple million dollars that got bequeathed to you in a trickle down fashion? Yeah, and it, it, if that happens like twice, like you're just never, no one's ever alone with that person mm. again, right? I mean, you're always with someone else. Like exactly. If, if if I'm the last, like yeah, oh yeah, that's Mike, man. Like you know, he was the last person to see this guy who died, and the last person to see this guy died. It's like you're never going to be around me alone because right. you don't want to be like the next person. Yeah, and. And um, so there's they did say something really interesting, which was uh, um, the warrant to search his house said um, they, they were looking for items that would support the charge of operation as to endanger or result in death. Mm. In other words, he had he's he's got like a provisions to be out on the water mm-hmm. for quite some time. Mm hmm. Yeah, and, like, and he, like he had this special, like this boat that he could get off on, like yeah. get off and be rescued. I, I know everything has safety equipment, but yeah, like it, he had enough provisions to be on the water for for eight days. Yeah, that's a lot. That it, seems it, well. And what's strange is that uh, for a day fishing trip, like you were saying, like you know, like it, it, you know, a thirty foot boat, it starts sinking. Even though it's going down fast, it seems like if there's just two people on board, it'd be easy to get that other person, you know, a life vest. Get them in the water, you know. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it doesn't. It, 
And, and, Plus, and, if it's your mom, like you're going to make sure she gets on the raft first probably, right? I mean. Yeah. I, and the the fact that you, you've seen these fishing boats, there's, there's like a little, I, the picture of the boat shows like an all-aluminum boat with like a, like, protected driving quarters yeah. with, like, two seats in it. Dude, I've seen Jaws. That boat, like, yeah. lasted and floated for a long time. It just seems it like it... be eaten by a shark. It, the only thing that, that kind of goes along with the story, though, is that he has Asperger's. So Asperger's, people who get in a, in a panic situation sure. start doing what they were told or freaking out. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, you know, I, if I was out on the ocean and, and uh, you know, the boat was going on, I'd be freaking out too, man. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, I don't think I would like, you know, drown my mom and by accident and then <laughs> right. you know get on the boat, but push but, her under, and then like yeah. tr- use. Her I don't know what that. I'm doing. <laughs> ah. um, so basically, he's saying, "Hey, man, we went out fishing. The boat sank. Mm-hmm. I got on this life raft. I called up for my mom. She didn't respond. The boat went down, and I've been drifting for eight days. Yep. And I'm lucky to be alive." And he said, you know, it's it's he had a a conference as he walked out and uh, after he interviewed with them and said, it's been very traumatic for me. I really hope you guys will respect us and our family and give me time to grieve. Yeah. Um, and that makes think, sense. Yeah. You know, and, I mean, this is the thing, too, is like, OK, let's just this is all alleged. But say this guy did off his mom sunk the boat, and and then was just floating on this raft. That's also a big roll of the dice, hoping that some some tanker is going to drive by and rescue you, right? Yeah. Unless he'd studied, like, the tanker routes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because he could still be floating out there. Yeah, he could be, but something about this provisions yeah. situation sounds like there was a little bit of focus on that in every article. Mm. That there was a lot of food, a lot of water, and he was in good condition. Well, he was probably in good condition because he had a lot of food and a lot of water. Yeah, well, he didn't have he didn't have to share it with his mom. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like he packed, yeah, he packed food for two for maybe like four or five days, and and his mom didn't make it on the boat. So he had food for ten days. I mean, is this guy a murderer or is he just a good disaster planner? You know what he, I mean? he could be. I it's it's hard to say. So uh, in 2011, uh, he um, he went missing. Uh, and uh, he had apparently gone on a 30-mile ride. Um, but they boat? found No, just... Oh, just a ride. Just, just a ride. Yeah. And then they ended up finding him somewhere in, like, Virginia camping. Huh. Yeah. 2011. They had cell phones back then, right, Doug? They did. <laughs> <laughs> they did. So this, this guy's odd. Yeah. Um, and so it's... This... Just so to give you an idea of the timeline of this, uh, th- this was they he came off of the freighter this morning. Oh wow! Yeah, this is this is breaking. Dude, this is breaking news. Yeah. So, um, and uh, they picked him up yes uh, yesterday afternoon or evening. Now you can just get like you can just go out on a on a raft and get picked up by a freighter and they'll just drop you off wherever. I mean that's yeah. how that works, really. Unless you're in like South Africa. Yeah. Because then they, they'll assume you're a pirate. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Don't let him board. He's in a raft. Yeah, exactly. This is not good. So, yeah. So that's that's our first. Developing story. Developing story. So you know, we'll, we'll kind of follow that one, see where it goes. Uh, but it's it definitely, there's a lot of 
coincidences in the disappearance of his. Family. I have a lot of question marks on this piece of paper. I read. Yes, like, there's a lot of questions. Could just be another tragedy. Could be just a tragic situation. The guy's lucky to be alive. You know, uh, we'll find out. But it definitely there's our. Uh, like I said, I have like one, two, three, four, five. I have about twenty five question marks on this piece of paper. Right. So, um, let's talk about furries. Furries. Yeah. Furries. You know what furries are? Uh, yes, I do. All right. So furries are people who like to dress up as animals in big costumes and commune with each other. It's sort of like cosplay. Yeah. Um, but what I understand, what I understand uh, as far as uh, members of the furry community, that there's kind of uh, an assumption that it's, it's sexual in nature. Yeah. And and what I understand is that that that's not necessarily true. Like it may have started that way, or maybe they got a bad rap, or there's a there's a segment of the furry community that is sexual, and so now every furry is kind of cast with a, a sexual kind of uh, overtone. But my understanding is that that's not necessarily a part of it. And, mm-hmm. and if that's the case, why are people so into it? Well, exactly. <laughs> right? Well, so what it, uh, furries kind of came out of the comic fandom world. The cosplay. Yeah. yeah. So it, the, like these are people who like sci-fi. They like comic books and then they identify with animals or creatures and try and create them and then dress up which is which i think is kind of cool like i have nothing it's like fantasy and being creative and like if a chick thinks she's a wolf right you know, and she wants to dress up like a wolf like that's cool you know like right on man like you're a, like on the weekends you like to dress up like a wolf like that's that's something that you do that's cool you're passionate about that you know like i i don't think it's like it's kind of goofy but I, I think there's a lot worse things that you can uh, be into. It's, it's no goofier than being like a Civil War reenactor or like a, one of those like, you know, right. Renaissance people. Like, you know, it's just it's just a different kind of thing. So I, I went to uh, see Dandy Warhols like a while yeah. ago and there were a ton of furries in the audience. Hmm. And I was like very curious why so many furries like the Dandy Warhols. Well, that's interesting because I, I would think that if you're a furry, you you would maintain your furriness like to like private parties, conventions. Like right. I wouldn't think that you're necessarily just going to go out to a, a concert at the Warfield and you're in full furry gear. And they were all in full furry, furry gear, but um, and they had like lights and things on. The, it it yeah. was very uh, ornate. Yeah. Uh, so I met Courtney after the show. Um, he's the lead singer of the Dandy Warhols, and he I asked I mentioned it to him. And he said a while back he, there was a concert, and I guess there was one furry there. Yeah. And so he dragged the furry up on stage mm. and had him dance on the stage. Mm. And then I think the other furries, he posted that furry, posted it. Mm. And then all the other furries were like, there's one who supports us. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, are they anti-furry people? I mean. No, I just think that it, they really. They, they felt the, inc- the, included. Yeah, they felt like they, you know, normally they're probably very outcast yeah. fans and well it just seems like a, it seems like for the average person that's not into it like it just from the outside perspective it just seems like a lot like a lot of effort like if you're going to a concert that's going to be hot and sweaty why would you want to wear like 57 pounds of fur on you you know what i mean like it just seems like a lot of effort for something that you know a lot of people don't really understand or are into right well and know? then and then the other things is uh if you're a furry there's apparently a furry handler Oh really? Yeah. Oh, so, you know what? I think I, I think okay, sure. It says like, it, like here's some guidelines of like a furry handler. Break it down. It says, uh, um, "Do not leave me ever. You are my temporary owner. I don't like leashes. 
but I may wander off, so you better follow me. Hmm. And these are like guidelines that most furries go by. Do you think? Do you think furries like the people who are into this like didn't have pets as kids, and so like this is like a way to kind of like be a pet and be someone's pet? I mean, perhaps. Yeah, there's got to be some like psychological stuff going on, right? It can't just be like oh, I like to dress up like a wolf. There has to be like other. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, just, well, I'm just trying to figure it out here. I went to I went to the Folsom Street Fair this yes. weekend, and this is a in San Francisco. It's a like a huge, it's like probably twenty blocks long, and it's like a huge, mostly spectators, but there are a lot of what they call leather participants there. Pretty, or it's like, pretty macho. I, it's I, it's I, very I, alternative. Yes, but, it's uh, very alternative and very macho. And and I always I always think of the uh, like, you know, when you think of people. Uh, who are anti-homosexual and kind of like the stereotype of like right. a homosexual being kind of effeminate, like that kind of stereotype. I always want to drop those people off at the Folsom oh, Street yeah. Fair, and you're like, dude, like take on that dude. Cause... It's like it's like man, it's like macho, it's like masculinity to like the nth degree. Like, yeah. it, like it's almost awe-inspiring. You're like, dude, like I didn't know like man could be so. I didn't know men could be so manly. Like it's just like man. Yeah, you know? just, there are a lot of. Like, it's all there, about man. And there's. Not many small dudes there. They're like all like huge, yeah, completely no. ripped, three hundred pounds, and look like former linebackers. Yeah. Probably were linebackers. probably were. Yeah. yeah, and they just and they, yeah. I mean, I've I, I've been to the Folsom Street Fair. I've seen some pretty crazy things, and uh, you know, more power to them, man. But I I did see there were furries there. Um, there were also uh, people being dragged around by like furries being dragged around by collars. Yeah. Um, so this is like. They would say uh, things that obviously would go along with this is if I start to sweat, sway a lot, or need to sit down, please run and get my water bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to forget because I'm having too much fun. In mm-hmm. other words, they get hot and don't realize that they're not drinking. Yeah, and course. then they pass out. Pass out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So take care uh, of your furries. Yeah, you got to take care of your furries. So there are a lot of these rules. Um, like I love kids. Kids team tend to come up to me, uh, and I cannot hold them. So if a parent insists, please re- politely refuse. I mean, it, um, it, it's I will in- not take a picture holding a child. Yeah, it's interesting that you know, like, like people think this is weird, right? Like, I, and I, and maybe they don't, but I, I there, there's definitely like this is definitely I would say like an under not an underground scene, but like you know something that's not your. Uh, it's not mainstream. It's not really. I mean, it is mainstream, but it, it's it's not something that everyone participates in or or everyone's seen. But at the same time, people spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to go to Disneyland, right? And and basically hang out with Mickey and Minnie Mouse, which are basically furries, furries right? You know, or Chuck E. Cheese Pizza Time Theater, like right. you, you know, it's it's the, like these the, these people dressed in costumes are all over the place. Yeah, well, whether I, we I realize would, it or not, I actually think that there's probably a lot to that. Is like amusement parks and having these people dressed up in costumes. Yeah, probably these these people who admire. And wanted to become furries, probably really wanted to be in this arena, and like wanted to be like the Mickey or the, the Goofy. Yeah, wanted to be. Like, the... Look at, I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, furries are everywhere. San yeah. Francisco Giants, like right. their mascot, Louis the Seal. He's a furry, whether he realizes it or not, he is. He's and, part of this community. And what was the crab octopus weird thing that they came up with? Like uh, the, yeah, that, that hybrid <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, so. There are a bunch of rules in the furry community, and uh, there's this girl. Um, her name is uh, Katie uh, Goodwill Yost, um, mm-hmm. and Katie uh, she 
unfortunately, her mom was murdered. Jeez. Um, Wait a second. All this furry talk was just a setup for the story? Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so in Fullerton, California, um, they found uh, three deceased adults and identified as Christopher Yost, his wife, Jennifer Yost, and one of their friends, uh, Arthur Butcher. Mm. Um, and then the two other children that were found on the scene were un- unharmed. Um, they put an alert out for the third child, Katie, um, and uh, she was later found uh, in good health. Um, this just happened? Correct. Uh, three people were arrested in conjunction with this, um, and they're not confirming that Katie is a suspect in this, but they um, there's a law that says if somebody's under 18, the police cannot give out any information about them regardless. Yeah. So um, this is all information that they've gotten from social media. Got it. Um, she has a... F- the, the other two people who were arrested were uh, this guy, Josh Acosta and Frank Felix. Mm. Um, Felix and Katie were romantically involved. Got it. So this is why they are leaning heavily towards, or or the heavy is leaning heavy towards her being... Possibly some, involved. P- possibly involved. Okay. Um, so... Uh, Frank Felix was uh, riding his buddy Cody, uh, and I, they said an anonymous source sent a screenshot of Cody's conversation with Frank, mm-hmm. and this was uh, three days before the murder, uh, and Frank said, um, I might be assisting someone in a murder. <laughs> uh, and he goes... Are you or are you assisting someone in a murder? And he goes, uh, uh, you've been fucking up ever since I moved away. Like basically saying, dude, what are you doing? You're yeah. getting into some weird ass shit. Yeah. Um, and then. <laughs> I mean, can we just stop right there for a second, Doug? Uh-huh. I, I know it's the future and no one talks anymore and no one even knows that you actually what a telephone call is. But, you know, you just text back and forth, social media, whatever. If you have a friend and they text you like, yeah, man, I think I'm going to go kill somebody. Like, you don't just text back like, dude, what are you, man? You're really, you're really messing up. You, you call them. <laughs> yeah. You pick up the phone and go, dude, what are you talking about? What are you thinking? Like, like you actually have a conversation and you try to talk them out of, of, of throwing their life away. Like, you just, dude, don't, no, you just you don't, don't text like an emoji, like, thumbs up, like, <laughs> sounds cool, bro. I was, I was about to say, I could picture, the, you know, the, like, scary, ghosty emoji. Yeah. And just send them that one. With a butcher knife, like, have fun. <laughs> yeah. don't, well, but, don't wear white. You know, I mean, like, come on. So, so Cody writes him back, you're making your own decisions. If you want to help someone with a murder, you're going to suffer some serious consequences. Uh, or you can stop that from happening altogether. And get rewarded. Um, you have the choice. Um, and then he said something about, you know, he got framed for something he didn't do. I don't know what Cody did, but it sounds like it sounds like these are all a little bit, you know. Now, off. Are these guys over eighteen? These guys are like adults here. Uh, yeah, Katie's Frank, a minor, but yeah, she is. But uh, Frank is is twenty five, and John is twenty one. Man, you're so. twenty one and twenty five years old. Like, well, like what? 
And pick up the phone and talk to each other, man. Have right. A, have a bro talk. Right. Um, so he apparently tried to talk him out of this. He tried to text him out of it. Yeah. Facebook message. Yeah. Totally. It's a little bit different than texting. But all right. Um, and then another source said, personally, I've met uh, Kate, Caitlin in the past, or Katie. Um, heard her speak uh, of her mother, uh, and I'm not in the least surprised nor believe that she is not innocent in this tragedy. As far as hearing her speak about her mother, it was never positive. It always seemed resentful and disrespectful. Um, I mean, also, her, she was a def, definitely a mentally unstable teen. Did uh, did her mom do stuff to her? Like, did her mom like drop like battery acid on her? Or, you know what I mean? Like, he, they, like sometimes you hear these stories, right? And you're like, oh my god, this kid killed the, killed the parent. Right. But then you find out this history where, like, you know, they had enough and they basically stood up for themselves and defended themselves and or ended the torture. Right? I mean, is there any kind of that kind of situation going on here? I'm looking for a bright light here, Doug. Well, first of all, I always give you a bright light. <laughs> uh, and then secondly, uh, it. Again, this we always do breaking stories. Yeah, not so, a lot of info. Uh, none of that has come out yet, but she, all of her posts um, are very uh, despondent. Mm. Uh, it does seem like she was bullied in school. Mm-hmm. She, it, this is not something that was, I would say, um, sudden. She, she was having a tough time. Yeah, yeah. But apparently, she had recently turned things around and was pretty happy. Mm. So. PPAP. PPAP. You know, that, I think PPAP, <laughs> if she had listened to PPAP. Yeah. Yeah. You just realized you, you don't got to take anything that serious anymore. Not not at all. Doug, does this tie back to the furries at all? Uh, so they were all in a furry group together. Ah. And they would all often go out to. Um, the Dandy Warhols. And yeah, hang out to with the Doug. Dandy Warhols. <laughs> uh, they were going to go to a, a, a fur, furbecue. Yeah, I've heard of those. Yeah. yeah. So they were on their way to a furbecue. Um, so they had plans past this to go, you know, hang out and before killing their parents, before before her boyfriend killed allegedly, her, allegedly, yeah. Um, so um, Acosta was described uh, on Facebook um, as uh, we would talk about military uh, experiences. The guy seemed really mellow and chill. Um, but, you know, you never know who you're talking to. He didn't seem like somebody who would murder mm. anyone. Mm. I wonder if, like, it was his furry identity, right? You know what I mean? Like, right. he, he takes on, like, a different persona. Ooh, dude, could you imagine if they, like, came in the house in furry costumes? And, yeah, it'd be creepy, man. Hmm. Yeah, um, and she definitely, she was very into art. She drew a lot of um, Jap animation-type characters. Um, she was... Actively, as I told you, looking for that the handler, um, and uh, she her Twitter handle was uh, Daydreamer Fox. Hmm. So you can kind of go look under that and you dressed you just, up as a fox. She did. She had a fox costume. Um, she got a lot of uh, like comments on uh, when she would post about her fox. Or her fox costume. What, such ca- what as, kind of comments would she get? Like dirty fa- ones. Yeah, like with a face like that, I would wear a costume too. Oh and they, uh, man, uh, I thought I mean I thought you meant like dirty, like you no. know, horny dudes. Like they would just make fun of her. Yeah. Oh man. So she got she got cyber bullied as well. Jesus. I mean, this um, the, uh, 
They, Doug, Doug, you created the internet. It's some <laughs> you had some hand in it. No, I, mean, I think that was Gore. Don't you think that uh, you invented one of them? Don't you think that like you know if you start getting cyberbullied, it just seems like you would just get off the internet, right? Or is it just one of those things where like you just yeah can't like you just you just like the attention even if it's negative till it drives you crazy? Like I don't know. I mean, they, I, I, I think part of the internet and the fun of it, at least. I don't know, 80% of it is is watching troll action, right? I mean, it's always kind of funny, right. but at the same time, I mean, it does have serious repercussions. Oh, absolutely. It, it affects people. Like, you're not just, you know, when you comment negatively towards someone and say, oh, like, your face is ugly, you should wear a fox mask. It's like, that's a real person. And chances are you would never say that to their face. And and it, and it has a real effect on people. I mean, it's, you know. You know, uh, do you, uh, you know the comedian Chris D'Elia? Uh, no. He's uh, became notorious because because he was um justin bieber's favorite comedian okay um so he whenever someone trolls him or cyber bullies him yeah he finds out like literally finds out information on them and then and then like comes personally after them oh wow and will like write on their twitter wall this is chris you wrote some really mean shit about me yeah you're a dick yeah (laughs) Wow, man. And, like, Mark Marin, also a very famous podcaster, has his own TV show. He's notorious for literally trying if, – if there's a cyber bully in his area, yeah, he will try and find them in person. Wow. He's notorious for doing this. Wow, that's pretty wacky, man. That takes yeah. a lot of effort. I mean, it's a lot of effort. Yeah. I mean, I, you know – So I, it, it doesn't matter how, like, if you're relatively anonymous or you have – a billion followers and the most successful podcast in the world, those comments still hurt whomever. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Are we getting hurtful comments? I don't want to see no, them. No, <laughs> I think right, right now we're 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 in that anonymous category. Yeah, so I, 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 ever since you told me about people saying that she had an ugly face, I feel bad for this girl now, man. I, like, like I'm having a I'm having a hard time, you know, getting angry about the fact that she may have murdered her family. Well, so these were the bullies. They called. Um, uh, Caitlin, ugly and worthless. Um, she often said uh, that bullies would approach her in the bathrooms at her school and scream at her. Um, they would often push her into the mirror, sh- shoving her face in the mirror, telling her, like, look how ugly you are. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, this. it sounds like she had a rather tough time. I mean, I'm thinking even if she is ugly, right? I mean, the fact that she likes to dress up like a fox, there could be some kind of kinky stuff going on there. You think, like, at least one dude in her school would, like, like pick up on that and just be like, hey. you, right. know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. It, um, but she she did say, um, like, recently she got really, she felt like things had turned around for her. She said uh, she posted something that said, you know, when did I become so decent looking? And she posted a bunch of pictures of her looking relatively attractive online. Really? And yep. are you looking at those pictures, Doug? I am. Did and she shave? What did she do? What did yeah. she do so differently? I don't know. Just, she was donning uh, another fur hoodie. But um, I, haven't, I haven't seen pictures of this girl, so I have an, I have an image in my head. Right. Well, but, and, and re- basically she's a rather normal-looking blonde girl. Yeah. Like not... not not horrifically unattractive or anything of that nature. Um, people said that she was a little bit odd um, and had mental stability issues. So that, you know, when people have like an odd disposition, mm. it just, it's so brutal in, in high school because it's hard to get your footing. 
but um, she did post a lot about drinking mm. a lot. She mm. would say, like, super fun here, booze, bonfires, fireworks, singing, cuddles uh, with my friends in fursuits and lots of fluffies. So she sounds she had like some type of social life. It she might, definitely might had not, a social life. Yeah, like it wasn't the maybe the one that uh, was the the one that's you know like you saying like at high school, but she had her she had her community. She found her people. Uh-huh. Hmm. And, uh huh. And these older guys that she was hanging with, obviously, you know, if you had daughter that was seventeen hanging out with somebody who's like twenty five that dress who, that, that likes to dress up like a, a dog, furry. yeah, yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe you'd, we'll, you'd probably have some problems. Uh, so she posted online often about. Uh, her parents you not approving. Understand. Yeah, exactly. I know Dan's 45 and lives in a basement <laughs> of his parents' house, but he's my top dog. They don't get it. She said at one at one point, one of her friends said that she came to the school telling everyone she was pregnant uh, by an older guy. Uh, I don't know if she was pregnant at the time. but um, yeah, Maybe her fox self was. Like, she wasn't really right. pregnant, but her, her furry self was pregnant. She, you, know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, uh-huh. In her fantasy world? But uh, she had a stepfather, um, and apparently she was close to her stepfather. They were, like, he posted photos of the whole family often, so they didn't. Did they make her wear, her ma- like, her fur mask during the family photo? No, <laughs> she didn't. Uh, like, would that be cool, or would that be being a dick if you were a parent? Like, go put your costume on. Is that cool, or is that, like, you're embracing their, their thing, or is that, like, we don't want to see you in this photo? What does yeah, that mean? I don't know. A little bit of both? I, I don't know if they were... So supportive of her choices in that arena. They had to be somewhat. I mean, those costumes aren't cheap. Right. You know, either she made it herself or, or they, they yeah. got her money for it. Yeah, it they it was very ornate. So yeah. it, it didn't look like something. I got kids. I mean, if my kids were like, hey, I want a cost. I want to work. I'd be like, all right, man, whatever. Go move right. on. Save up some money. But her mom, she and her mom obviously had a contentious relationship. Mm. But her mom didn't doesn't sound like she was all, all that um, normal. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. So she she owned a uh, she owned a a place called Vixie's Creations where she sold voodoo dolls for a living. Jesus, <laughs> you got to lead with that, dude. Yeah. So, well, I felt like that's a, like a where, where are these? Sh- wait, wait, dude. You know that that's like <laughs> that's like the icing. It changes on the- <laughs> everything, dude. Like, where are these guys from? She just uh, they're from Fullerton, California. This is in Fullerton, California. Yeah. Th- this lady. See, this is the thing that's going to bump people out that listen to this podcast. Like, there, there, there's probably people that listen to this that are like barely making it by. Right. You know I mean, they're working like four jobs, and then they come out and find out this lady made a living, like raised kids, had successful relationships, was able to like thrive in in uh, Southern California selling voodoo, voodoo dolls. dolls. And and obviously, her daughter was trying to follow in the same suit, so she would go to these things like Cali Fur and these. Her places, yeah. and she would try and sell her art at those. That's awesome. So, yeah, so that's where it is right now. <laughs> you know. I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I think that there's nothing wrong with voodoo and selling voodoo dolls. I mean, you know, but but it, but it definitely it shows that 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 family was into like kind of you know, things that were a little bit beyond the norm. Right. You know, they were they were open minded when it came to things, you know, like, like, hey, my kid's a fox. I sell voodoo dolls. It's a lot going on there. And then, you know, and then the next direction that I want to go, this last story is just uh, it's it's just more of why you should never, ever rob someone mm-hmm. in Arkansas. In Arkansas. Never. I've been to Arkansas. Man. Yeah. You've been to Arkansas? 
Uh, I don't think I've ever been to Arkansas. I've been to Arkansas. It's it's really really pretty country, man. Mm-hmm. Like my uh, my uh, one of my best friend's uncles was a truck driver for Walmart. Uh huh. And so uh, you know when you graduate high school, like everyone goes, hey, we're going to Cancun senior trip. Well, <laughs> me and my buddy, my buddy's like, dude, you want to go to Arkansas and see my uncle? And we were like, I was like, uh, yeah. Like, when am I ever going to go to Arkansas? Sure. So we went there, and uh, it was awesome. I mean, it's really really pretty country. Like we went. Night fishing and water skiing and jumped off cliffs. There's lakes everywhere. Really humid. Um, but really, like, there's not a lot of people in Arkansas. Like, it's a lot of space. Have you seen that the video where the guy wakeboards in, like, the, the aquifer that goes along right beside his his farm no. and he's and, and he's getting pulled by a horse that's awesome <laughs> that's kind of what i expect you know when you say like we went we went water skiing that's kind of what i expect well th- this is i i mean it was so it was so uh, uh rural i remember we were driving down a country road and uh we the, all of a sudden like we're driving down this road and we see a truck and this guy's like hailing us down uh-huh. and we pull over and um and there's this lady on the ground, like hysterically crying, and she has her child kind of holding his head, the kid's head, and his head, this kid's head was like like cracked, basically, oh, no. like like if like if you picture like a watermelon, right, and drop it like a big gash, and his head was like swelling, and um, and the guy was hysterical, and me and my buddy, you know, we're like seventeen, eighteen years right. old, we're like, what the hell's going on? And uh, the guy's like, oh, my, you know, my kid was in the back of the truck. And, and uh, were you late to a barbecue? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. And, and he, he basically like they kind of turned this corner and he fell out. So whatever. The kid, this kid oh, wow. might have been like six years old, fell out of the back of this truck, oh, hits fuck. a road, cracks his head open. And I mean, dude, we're in the middle of nowhere. And the guy's like, he's like, we need to get help. And, and I'm like, well, you know, we're like, what's around here? And he's like, he's like, there's a there's a church like way over there. And I look over, dude. And there was like a, I could see, a, I guess, I mean, as far as my eye could see, I could see like a little building. Right. And I go to the, I go, I go, that's the church. Uh-huh. And he goes, yeah. And I go, do you, do you, he goes, I, he goes they, they, they might have a phone. Like they might have a phone. Wow. Dude, I ran, it's, I mean, it's probably the fastest I've ever run for right. the, as long as I've ever oh, run. Oh, so you had to go through a field because you couldn't go. No, 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 no. So my buddy stays with the car uh-huh. and then, um, and, and he's. Why not put him in the car and like take him? Dude, it was crazy. I mean, there was blood. It was it was gnarly. Yeah, I, he, I think they were afraid to move him. Oh, okay. Like, I think I think his brain might have fell out of his oh, head. Like, I mean, the kid okay. wasn't like the kid because their car was working, so they were like, yeah, the kid wasn't even like screaming. He was just like laying there, and the oh. mom was freaking out. So I'm just like, oh my! So you know, they need an ambulance, right? Uh, and so I sprint across this field, dude. I mean, like I just I, it was like the, it was like the never ending field, right? And I run. I'm just oh. and 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 I and I go and I get to this like. It's like this church, but it's kind of like a farm slash church slash right. house. And nice grocery store. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. But it was really weird. Like, so I, I kind of like walked through the front doors, and there's like maybe like six pews on each side, real small altar. And I'm like, help, help. Was anyone here? I mean, I need help. You know, and um, it was like something out of a horror movie. Like, right. like I, I, I sat there, I'm like, oh my God, like, this, is, this is like Texas Chainsaw Massacre right. style. And um, sure enough, man, like this dude. Like, he comes out, he's like, what's going on? What are you doing here? And I go, I go there's a kid, you know, like, down here. We need to call a, a, an ambulance. It's the road. And he's like, okay, okay. So, you know, he calls, he calls like, you know, some phone number. Right. But it was like, it was like rotary phone. Right. It's like in the 90s, yeah. dude. Like, it was like, you know. 
you know, and he's like, okay, I'll, I'll get help, you know, and I, and so, you know, so I run back, and, you know, the kid was, it was just, it was a total freak scene, but my point is, like, it took, like, 40 minutes, right. maybe an hour to get, right. like, a, a, like, like a, a, an ambulance, an ambulance there in Arkansas, I mean, it's just space, beyond right. space, beyond space, right, there's so much space, it's like, there might be a phone in that building, wow, I mean, it's, it's rural, wow, what are we talking about, <laughs> yeah, so we're talking about Arkansas, <laughs> yeah, so um, this these uh, this guy Aaron Brock and his best friend uh, Bo Dewitt uh, were like super into cars in um, in Arkansas. They like to repair them, um, and they needed to get parts for a car that were at a junkyard. They went to the junkyard and didn't have enough money when they got to the junkyard. Mm-hmm. Um, so they needed a, a window and like two shock absorbers. Um, their girlfriends drop them off at the junkyard later to pick up those parts. Yeah. Um, but then you drop- better have a windshield in your car if you're taking me on a date, boy. So they, dro- their two girlfriends drop them off and leave them at the junkyard, mm. not wait, just like drive off. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's and- that's that is a reasonable thing for a woman to do. Like you're <laughs> going to get the parts to fix this car. And get that car running. Otherwise, you're going to stay in this junkyard the rest of your life. That's Arkansas logic right there, man. So they kind of – they say that um, they were going to steal the parts. Mm. So I think they were going in to get something probably of more value as well from that. Catalytic converter, maybe some headers. Exactly. Yeah, I got you. So they were were going – clear. it seems like they were going to – Rob this place without a getaway car. Without a get- <laughs> without a getaway car, um, and I, this this other guy, uh, Tyler Bearfield, um, I guess came up on them. the The girlfriends didn't find, uh, like, came back, looked for them, couldn't find them. Mm. Sent uh, the police out. The police, uh, it was obviously locked up. Um, they. Um, got into the location uh that guy tyler was there um the truck that the there was a truck inside the mm. junkyard and that might have been theirs mm. um tyler or aaron and bose yeah 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 so I like that the guy's name's bo yeah awesome. so so um the truck was crushed mm. um and put on top of a pile yeah and had some blood leaking out of it oh man <laughs> um and then uh, they found the two bodies of Tyler and Bo crushed in that car. Um, now, the question is this. Did the guy kill him, put the bodies in the car, and then crush it? Or did he crush uh, you know, that in the car? That was exactly what I had to find out. Yeah. And so um, they were shot before okay. the car was crushed. Uh, they were sitting in the driver and passenger seat. So my guess is they had loaded all the stuff up in the truck. Mm-hmm. We're probably trying to get out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's not a lot on this yet because, again, this is also breaking as well. But uh, another Bearfield, another person named Bearfield is the owner of that property. Yeah. There's not a discerned connection between the two. Yeah. But uh, they have video of Tyler just before this carrying an AR-15 rifle yeah. towards that property. Yeah. So, and, and Tyler works at the junkyard. That's like his property, right? He's not listed as an owner on the property. Okay, but the other, like, the actual owner of the property is also Bearfield. 
Okay. Uh, Got it. So it's probably his junkyard or yeah. or a family junkyard. Or he like lives there or something in, in an old van or something. <laughs> it's in my junkyard. Um, in my headers. It, their family say they have no idea why he was killed. Their mom says that he was, that, uh, that, uh, the Brock and DeWitt were going there to actually buy mm. things, except for the time that they were going, it was closed. Yeah. Which seems a little suspicious. Hmm. Um, it does seem like shooting somebody and, and crushing them is a little extreme for stealing some car parts. I mean, but then again, I mean, you know, some parts in Arkansas, I mean, you know, it's the thing is law and justice differs sometimes when you get out in the woods, man. You know what I mean? This could just be the way it is in whatever Arkansas and county they're in. You know? And that's like, basically the way I, I, I see this is either these kids have had run-ins with the law before. Yeah. So maybe this guy knew exactly what they were up to and said, you guys can't afford this shit. Yeah. Try and come back here. Maybe he caught them on the property before. Yeah. And you said, come and try to steal steal these rims. It's going to be the end of you, boy. Exactly. You know, and and and, and, and Bo and Aaron, Aaron were like, whatever, man. We need to get those. We need to get those rims. <laughs> we got to get the shock absorbers. Yeah, man. We gotta, and a, we and get, a, and a, and a window. Yeah, we got to get that new Holly carburetor, man. We're right. going to get it. And then, and then, uh, you know, Tyler was like, "Yeah, sorry, man. I tried to warn you. Tried to warn you. You know, and and I mean, I think in some communities like that, you know, like you know, you steal. It's like you know." Places in the world that cut your hands off. Yeah. Maybe in Arkansas, you know, they, they crush you. I don't think they're going to make you sit in a room and listen to PPAP over and over. <laughs> no, but, <they're> <laughs> but, yeah. So that's that's kind of. So are you saying that's like justified? I mean, I, I, I still don't think that's that's uh, justified there, Doug. I mean, no, I, I don't it's think you can not... kill people just because they're taking, stealing car parts. No, you call, the, you call the sheriff and say, these guys were trying to steal shit on my property. Yeah. And obviously. I can see shooting out their, their car tires until yeah. the, the cops get there or something or holding them maybe under gunpoint. Like, hey, you guys sit there. Don't move. Yeah, but you. If you're holding them under gunpoint and then they approach you. And then they keep going. Yeah, then, you, then you're then forced you're, to make a decision. You need, yeah. Anytime they're like. Just like they say, whenever you pull out a gun. What kind of junkyard doesn't have a junkyard dog? Can yeah, you exactly. Let the dog sick them? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just leave the dogs out. Like, it. I have a mean dog. <laughs> really mean the dog. Just dogs rip them apart. Yeah. So, yeah, I think these, these guys, something went down. Mm. This guy did shoot them and then was like, oh, fuck. I bet there was Flocka involved, dude. There, I don't. This is actually one of the. The first times that I would drugs say there involved. were there were no drugs involved with except for we don't know about the furry thing, but yeah, yeah. I don't think there was any flocka. That's crazy. I do no know in basalts. Arkansas. In Arkansas, they have like they have uh, massive like weed fields of marijuana. Oh yeah, the, the wild weed fields. Like just like like I'm talking acres and acres and acres and acres of weed just growing in Arkansas. Is that what you guys found when you were running through that field? You're like, oh, I'm going to stop here for a second. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take care of this guy. I'm going to call the ambulance, and then I'm going to stop on the way back. And then you're like, dude, don't trip. Cool. It's medicinal, bro. Dude, dude, you're going to be totally fine. It'll here, heal the kid. Here, have a little of this. Yeah, it'll heal the kid, man. No I'll worries. just put some of this salve on his wound. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, so those are those are vomiting rainbows stories of the of the week. That's right. Number eight. Podcast number, number eight. Number eight. So if you enjoyed our stories and our, our ramblings on, uh, please follow us. Uh, we're We Vomit Rainbows on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And then we're on uh, vomitingrainbows.com. And please comment, subscribe, and like our stuff because that helps us get higher in the iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play world. 
And our goal is to be number one, right? Doug? Yeah, well, we're going to yeah. be number one, at least <laughs> in a category. Exactly.